The psalm this morning says, remember the marvels the Lord has done. Remember the marvels the Lord has done. What is it that the Lord has done? Of course, all the psalms refer back to the Old Testament and the deliverance of God, uh, the, the, the deliverance of the people of God. So going back, um, the psalmist is uh, a kind of calling us to pray, to remember when the Lord delivered Zion from bondage, that is when the Lord led his people out of bondage. And this deliverance happened in various stages before they went to the promised land or even through uh, exile and up to the time of the New Testament. So the psalmist is inviting all of us to pray, to remember the marvels the Lord has done. And in today's reading, you see this marvel in the story of Joseph. Uh, the story of Joseph is also what is called a typology. That is, Joseph is the type of Christ. You know, through his agony, uh, even when his brothers sold him, he is to become the savior of not only his immediate family, but also to the whole of uh, Israel. So he, in that, he becomes a type or typology uh, of Christ who is coming, uh, you know, uh, with all the Pharisees and the scribes and everyone, uh, the chief priests and the elders, wanting to kill him just like they did to Joseph. But in the end, uh, just like Joseph became the savior of his people, Christ, the one rejected, uh, has become the cornerstone, the foundation of our life, the one who has come to deliver us. So that is the marvel the psalmist is inviting us today to remember. And that is the catechesis that Cyril of Jerusalem took upon uh, in enlightening uh, the catechumens and the candidate to be welcomed at Easter into the life of the church. And we have continued the same tradition in the church today, uh, teaching the curriculums and the candidates about the faith of the church. And we have continued in a specific way to remember the marvels the Lord has done. Each time we gather to celebrate the Eucharist, which is the high point or the definitive uh, deliverance or the definitive uh, manifestation of God's love, for us. So whenever we gather around the table of the Eucharist, it is a, a, a perfect expression of the marvelous deed the Lord has done by offering himself, by offering himself, giving himself as a perfect sacrifice to set us free. And through this perfect sacrifice, we can now make bold to live life in expectation of being with him and being rewarded in the evening of life. That is one. On the other side, also, we can learn from the endurance of Joseph and Christ when trials or when hatred or when people uh, conspire against us. And to know that if the Lord is with us, no one can be against us. Paul tells us that in his letter to Romans, chapter 8, beginning from 31. If the Lord is with us, nobody, he will surely 
deliver us from all trials and from every plot of the enemy. It may not be physical because life is beyond just the physical. It is transcendental. It is a journey to eternity. And so we pray today that the Lord, who so loved the world to give his only son, will also help us to believe that his presence is always there to journey with us, even in the midst of trials and temptations. May the Lord bless his words in our hearts through Christ our Lord. Amen.